Hello, America. Uh, it's Friday. We got a great show for you. Uh, Bill O'Reilly joins us as he does every Friday. We also talk about what the president should be saying every day, like a cuckoo clock. We talk about John Christ, the uh, comedian, the Christian comedian that is having, um, you know, having some issues of his own. Also, an announcement from The Blaze this week that we're leaving cable, but we want you to hear why. And our yay, 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 Joy Behar update. And her with blackface. Nobody's even secure about We have all that and more on today's podcast. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. So I got up and I, I did what you pay me for in your time. And remember, time is money. So you pay me to read the New York Times so you don't have to. You pay me to watch all of the really nasty things and stand here and look at this this cancer that is spreading through the body of America and report back to you. So this morning I did my duty and uh, I read the New York Times and their version of the impeachment process that is coming next week. Now, uh, today, the New York uh, Times, the Daily, focused on, uh, what's his name, Son- Sonner- Sonnerland? Sonnerland. Sonnerland. He is the, um, the European Union ambassador from the United States. He's a guy who gave Donald Trump a billion dollars, sorry, billion, a million dollars for his, uh, uh, his inauguration. And lo and behold, he found himself the ambassador of the European Union. A miracle. Yeah. <laughs> just don't know how that happens. In every administration, every administration. it's weird. Just, just real coincidence right. going down. So he's not a guy. He's not political or anything else. He just wanted to be the ambassador of the EU. So he goes to the EU, and he's there. Now, this is the guy that the Republicans have been saying, no, he said there's no quid pro quo. Remember, he's the, he's the ambassador who is is trying to fight uh, and say, no, all the way along. There's no quid pro quo. Well, apparently, uh, in his first secret testimony, that's what he said. Now he's amended it earlier this week. He amended his testimony with three extra pages, and he's like, oh, oh, well, now that I've been reading the other people's testimony, <laughs> I, I do kind of remember, but he didn't say, he said, Donald Trump never said that. He said, but I felt that that's kind of what he was saying. So I delivered the quid pro quo message. Now, how he was reading other people's testimony and, oh, my gosh, I forgot I was the guy who delivered that. (laughs) I mean, that's ridiculous. So do we believe him now or do we believe him then? The guy's entire credibility is is up for grabs but so is the ambassador who said absolutely there was quid pro quo she's now uh discredited herself because tucker carlson released last night some documents that show that she was in touch with the dnc and Schiff's office and she said under under oath I uh, never responded to any of those emails. I, I don't even know. What emails? <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, well, unfortunately, 
uh, through the FOIA Act. Um, yeah, it looks like she did respond. She was like, great. What time do you want to get on the phone? <laughs> so, so both of them have problems. Now, here's the real story. The real story is, is they are still talking about quid pro quo, period. That's all they're talking about. And the way the New York Times is spinning this is, and the president, you know, the president wanted um, uh, the State Department to look into the corruption. And they wouldn't look into the corruption. But those are all just conspiracy theories. This is Rudy Giuliani's conspiracy theory. And so the ambassadors just thought the president is crazy. And we're not going to look into these conspiracy theories. It's a, it's an embarrassment to look into those conspiracy theories. And so they just were like, I don't know what to do. It's quid pro quo. I got to ring the bell because this is crazy. That's the way they're spinning this. And they are all of the things that we presented on the chalkboard now are conspiracies. They're not conspiracies. In fact, I talked to... Um, I talked to somebody who is a um, a, uh, a multi-show producer for major network news shows, and uh, talking to her yesterday, and I said, um, "I have these things. I have these things." And she said, "Yeah, I know that you said you're going to do a special next Wednesday," and she said, um, "What is it you have?" And I said, "Well, I'm going to send it to you on Monday." Because I just want to make sure we're really buttoned up on this. And she said, well, what do you have? And I told her one of the things. And she said, wait, you, wait, what? And I said, yeah. She said, but you'd, you can't go on the air with that unless you have documents to prove. And I said, yeah, we do. She said, you have documents proving this? And I said, yeah. And she said, and, and then I said to her, we also have videotape of them actually doing it. You have videotape of this? Yeah. <laughs> she then said to me, and I quote, I'm sick to my stomach. This is really happening? I'm sick to my stomach. I said, yeah, you've only heard one of these things. I've got a lot of them. This is not about quid pro quo. So I, I, I just, Mr. President, you know, let's clip this, please, and put it in my Twitter feed. And please, everyone, send this to the president. Please retweet what I'm about to, what I'm about to say. Because the Republicans are honest to goodness. They're like nursery school kids. Let's do a play. I can write a play. It's going to be about a tree. Hey, here's a tree. What the hell are you doing? Who is writing this stuff? Who is thinking about the defense of the president? It's a terrible poem, too. Yes. Thank you. It, 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 was, thank you. it needs to be much longer. Yes. Okay, so here's the thing. The Democrats are making this all about quid pro quo. Republicans... People who actually are paying attention, and I don't know if I can include all the Republicans on this, uh, the people who are actually paying attention to this and care, your strategy is all wrong.
It's all wrong. Here's what you and the president need to say every single day. Like a cuckoo clock. Every 15 minutes, somebody should be on a microphone saying this. And just saying this over and over and over again. Here it is. Listen, you and the media, and let me just speak directly to Americans. If you define quid pro quo as, hey, you get dirt on my opponents or else, the president's right. There is no quid pro quo. And that's what the Democrats are saying this is. You get the dirt on my opponent or else. However, if you define quid pro quo as, hey, this, you know, Mr. Ukrainian president, you're brand new, looks good. But I I want you to know your country lost $7 billion from our taxpayers. Your country convicted two Ukrainian officials, one of which was the head of the Anti-Corruption Bureau for interfering in the U.S. election in collusion with the DNC and Hillary Clinton campaign. Two of your investigator generals have been blocked for some reason by our U.S. State Department for giving the DOJ evidence of this and deep corruption surrounding oil and gas contracts that involved our former vice president. And as I said on the phone call, we have a reason to believe the same people that were doing all of that and made this corruption possible are still in your inner circle. So as a matter of national interests, I can't give you any any more money unless you step to the plate and demonstrate that you're not part of this corruption and what's more you're dedicated to cleaning it up if that's the way you define quid pro quo yes that's all on the tape that's all there in the transcript that's what the president did but i don't and i don't think the president defines that as quid pro quo he defines that as the job of the president And I believe any honest American, Republican, Democrat, independent, would not only agree with that, they would do exactly the same thing. Because what's at stake is not just this presidency, but it's the integrity of investigations, the integrity of our elections, the power of the president to chart our foreign policy and not some shadow group, our foreign policy itself along with the credibility of our ambassadors and the integrity of the U.S. aid program and, of course, the $7 billion that went missing. That's what this is about. So you can make it about Joe Biden and the election if you'd like, but that's like making New York City all about its toll tunnels. Are we going to be adults here? Are we going to talk about the truth? Or are we just going to go, get him? That is what they should say every 15 minutes like a cuckoo clock. Yeah, it's not about quid pro quo. If you define that as go get my go get my opponents. There's none. There's none. But when you read the whole context of what that phone call was about was you're missing seven billion dollars. There's all kinds of rumors about collusion with the Democrats, some of them credible, some of them maybe not so credible. We don't know, and we don't trust you yet, Mr. President. We hear you're a good guy, but there, and this is what he said on the call, but 
I believe some of the people that were involved in this corruption are still around you. You have to show us that you're not part of this corruption. Isn't that the job of the president? We were all so excited about about making sure that the the Russians didn't collude. We have two people that were sentenced to prison for colluding with the DNC and uh, uh, and Hillary Clinton, two anti-corruption bureau officials that were bragging about it on tape and were convicted in a Ukrainian court for colluding with the DNC and Hillary Clinton to throw our election. And we don't care? Doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. If you're looking for truth. If you're looking for truth. And by the way, (laughs) if you're looking for truth, I highly recommend that you watch the... um, the video of my special, the first one and the second one, because it's about to get ugly next week. Next week, next Thursday, we are going to be streaming live on YouTube on the uh, Blaze TV next Wednesday. The uh, Blaze TV, YouTube, uh, and Facebook. And we're going to tell you what's really happening uh, with the Ukraine. And um, and what they're really afraid of, what they're really I. I, uh, This is the Democrats Hydra. You cut off one head and two more appear. Which is strange because I believe that's what the whistleblower's attorney said in 2017. Don't worry, we cut off one. And two more will show up. The Democrats' Hydra are special on Ukraine next Wednesday. Make sure you join us at blazetv.com slash Glenn. blazetv.com slash Glenn. And thank you to all of our subscribers. You are making all of this research possible. So thank you for doing that. The best of the Glenn Beck Program. Hey, it's Glenn, and you're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. If you like what you're hearing on this show, make sure you check out Pat Gray Unleashed. It's available wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Hello, America. It's Friday, and that means Mr. Bill O'Reilly is joining us. Hello, Bill. How are you? Um, I'm a little agitated this week, a little overworked. A little overworked? Yeah. Oh, America is is weeping for the I know. Work you're I doing. mean, I got a lot going on here, yeah, Beck. I know. And uh, I'm way ahead of all the stories. All um, right. So let's and start. I know with... you're not paying attention, so I'm, I'm happy to be here <laughs> to enlighten you. So let's start with the whistleblower. Let's start with his attorney, yeah. okay? Yeah. Who apparently has been plotting a coup against the president since 2017. I'm shocked, mm-hmm. aren't you? No, yeah, no, I'm totally so shocked. So this is exactly the same playbook, exactly the same, that was used with Brett Kavanaugh. There is no difference. So Take me remember, through it. Take it through me. Take it through okay. it for us. 
A woman named Christine Ford yes. surfaced mm-hmm. with terrible allegations against Brett Kavanaugh. Mm-hmm. She brought them to Senator Feinstein in California, who took in the information, did not say anything to anyone for months, and directed Ms. Ford to the most radical left attorney in the country, a woman named Melinda Katz Mm -hmm. in Washington, Mm D.C., whereupon they dropped the bomb on Kavanaugh. Okay, everybody remember that. Whistleblower takes his complaint to Adam Schiff. Which does not include quid pro quo at the time. Okay. Whatever the complaint was, instead of filing or holding a press conference or going to superiors or wherever, he goes to Adam Schiff, Mm -hmm. who sits on the complaint back, as Senator Feinstein did, and then directs the whistleblower to the most radical attorney, political guy, Mark Zaid in Washington, D.C., a close friend of Melinda Katz. Do you see it? Is it starting to unfold in front of your eyes? It's like it's like it's like you're Doug Henning, the Canadian okay, magician. It's so magical. And I'm going to break out of a suitcase in a moment. All right, good. Okay, now this is directed, and I can't say the group on the air, but I know who the group is because the group did it to me. Both Blasey Ford and the whistleblower. All of this was contrived, and it was well executed in the, in the way I just laid out to you. There is no denying any of it. So the whistleblower really isn't a whistleblower. He, and I have named him and unmasked him on BillOReilly.com. I have taken my audience through who he is. He is a political activist working for the CIA. That's who he is. All right. And he knows all of the activist groups in Washington, D.C., knows them all because they all coordinate. All right. And that's how he got into the picture. And I'm going to show you next week, just a side note, I'm going to show you next week um, why the CIA uh, coordinates with all of the political uh, active uh, groups uh, and why they know all of these things, especially why the State Department knows this. Wait until you see the deeper connections there. But go ahead, Bill. All right. Well, there's a cadre of people within the CIA, within the State Department, within national intelligence that are sympathetic to the liberal Democratic um, agenda. And that's what the Justice Department is going to unmask with the John Durham investigation. We've already seen it in the FBI. We already know it exists. But the whistleblower is part of that. Now, if you are a federal whistleblower, or masquerading as one, but you're really a political activist working to destroy a presidency, you are not entitled to any protections, Beck. No protections, which is why, on my news service, I name the man. Now, why Fox News and the networks and everybody else doesn't do it is beyond my comprehension. They all know, because I told them, exactly what this is. This is activism. Blasey Ford is an activist. Her own attorney admitted it 
about a month ago, and he said, well, it's anti-abortion. That's why we wanted to get Kavanaugh out of there. He's not sympathetic to abortion. She slipped and said it. So, enter Don Jr. going on The View. A huge mistake, even though I know why he did it, because I did it. I don't have you ever been on the view back? I have once. Okay. Oh, it was memorable, Bill. You would have loved this one. Yeah, you would have. Uh, Glenn was like dying of sickness the, this day, and then he got yelled at by what was it? Whoopi? Was it Whoopi over a no, train? No, it was. Yeah, it was Whoopi. Remember, I did the whole thing about uh, uh, Barbara Walters being like a bat and swooping in, mm. and she was very offended. So I, I had to go up against Barbara Walters, Whoopi <laughs> Goldberg, and Joy Behar, and they all lied about something. I had the goods on. In fact, I had, remember it was that they were holding a train in New York with their seats and they said, how dare you say that? And I said, I was there. I saw you. I tried to sit in those seats because I got there before you <laughs> and Amtrak wouldn't let me. I even got Amtrak to go on record saying, yeah, that's, that's what we did. That's oh, right. I remember that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. They, and all of this. Yeah. Called okay. you a liar. Crazy. Yeah. yeah, I remember. All right. So you remember when I, I was on there a number of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and the big walk-off. Oh, yeah. When, uh, when uh, Behar and Goldberg walked off the set. Oh, yeah, which that's I, right. Which I wanted, which I applauded. I yeah, said, I know. I know. All right. Now, the only reason that I went on that show is because of Barbara Walters, and Barbara Walters was uh, fair to me. And I knew going on uh, The View that those people watching The View aren't going to buy my books, but it would get onto the Internet, and then mm-hmm. that's why Donald Jr. did it. Mm-hmm. So he's got a book out. He wants people to buy the book. He knows nobody's going to buy the book watching The View. But uh, all of this stuff that's going to happen, and he knew what was going to happen, mm-hmm. but he wasn't prepared. He wasn't well prepared, unfortunately. Don Jr., if he had called me, I could have gotten him through it. But he wasn't well prepared. So anyway, he goes on there, and the first thing that happens is Abby Huntsman, who used to work for Fox News, starts lacing him about the whistleblower because Don Jr. uh, said his name in a tweet. Now, all Don Jr. had to say was what I just told you and Stu. He's not a whistleblower. He's an activist. All right, that's who he is. He's not entitled to any protections. And I'm a private citizen. If I want to out him, I can out him. There's no law that says I can't. Even though that other idiot, Hostin, we go, oh, you broke the law. No, he didn't. The law only applies to federal agencies, not mm-hmm. individuals. Mm-hmm. Okay? So this whole thing, the view, I mean, that's like going into an opium den in Taiwan. <laughs> That's what it's like. Well, if the opium den had... Rationality is going to be uttered. You're not going to get any rationality there, any truth, any anything. You basically go in and they throw jello at you. Yes. Well, and and Joy Behar also is like a little chihuahua that's just... (laughs) All the way through. (laughs) You know, but you, you can't euthanize her like you could. No, you would not want to. No, you would not no, want to talk about that. For no, sure. hang on just no. a second. I, I just I want to play because Joy B. I said this about her yesterday. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she actually has made a statement. Do, Sarah, could you play the uh, Joy Behar response? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. All right, all right, okay, all right. So, go ahead. So all of this stuff 
it has now made the impeachment for next week. And by the way, I think I'm going to talk to you guys on Thursday right after the impeachment. I hope we can work that out next week. Oh. Okay, so I can, you know, weigh in with my perspicacity on it. But it has made this a carnival. Now it's a carnival. It's not a serious political hearing. It's not something that would improve the nation, uh, a stellar uh, exposition of democracy. It is a carnival. Okay, so okay? let me take a, Let me take a one minute break and come back and ask you about the timing of this carnival. So it will go to really why are they doing this? They don't okay. really have a case. Why are they doing it? Why are they doing it right before the holidays when everybody's going to tune out? This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. Hey, it's Glenn. And if you like what you hear on the program, you should check out Pat Gray Unleashed. His podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcast. Hi, it's Glenn. If you're a subscriber to the podcast, can you do us a favor and rate us on iTunes? If you're not a subscriber, become one today and listen on your own time. You can subscribe on iTunes. Thanks. So I talked to somebody on uh, Capitol Hill yesterday, talked to a couple of people, and um, uh, and I asked them, I said, so what, is, what are the Democrats doing? What, what do they have? And he said, they don't have anything, Glenn. There's nothing new here. Um, it's, it's really nothing for the president to worry about at this point. A, do you agree with that? Um, what do your sources tell you? And if that is the case, why are they moving forward with it? And if it's not the case, why would they move forward with impeachment now when you're approaching the holidays? And so everybody's interest is going to be elsewhere. Bill O'Reilly. And I don't have a, an astute assistant like Stu sitting next to me with the, uh, you know. <laughs> That's me, the astute me. assistant. Right. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So there isn't anything that would rise to the removal of a president. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows that unless something else uh, comes out right now. It's not even going to be close in the Senate. McConnell already has his game plan. He's not going to tell anybody, but it's a quick strike dismissal. Uh, don't even know if they'll vote. They're just going to get rid of it. Okay, stop, stop, Why? stop. Yep. Doesn't that hurt the Republicans? No, because the American, the American public is tuning out of this. All right, now cable news will get decent ratings next week for the first hearing, but they've had enough. If you look at the polls, uh, people aren't buying this. Only the zealots are buying it because they want them out. All but, right, isn't it. It, but isn't it worth the Senate putting an end to this by bringing those people up to testify? They know what they're going to nah, say. No, wait, no, wait, 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 listen to, to me. They don't want to do that. They don't want to do it. They would already think, have done it, Beck. They would already have had committee hearings and subpoenas if they wanted to do that. It's they a just mistake. Want to get rid of it. Then it's a mistake right. because I mean, you're letting the be DNC. Mistake, you're letting the DNC use a foreign government to be able to influence our elections. We don't care All about right. collusion anymore then. Beck, Beck, God, you just, <laughs> Stu, try to get him back. All right? I'll, try I'll, to get him back. I will All astutely right. do that. Okay. Mm -hmm. The Republicans know this is bull, and they want to get rid of it as fast as possible. And here's how they know. The reason this is happening at all is because the Democrats have no one to run against Trump next year. Mm -hmm. They have no one. So to mask that disaster, 
to keep the unbelievably incompetent candidates away from the public, they have launched this impeachment with the very slender hope that maybe they could get something, which is not happening. That's why they're doing it, because Kamala Harris and Beto O'Rourke and Castro and Klobuchar, nobody likes them, Beck. All right. (laughs) They have nobody. Every time Joe Biden opens his mouth, we find out that his cousin or niece got a million dollars from Tanzania. All right. It they can't put them out. So they want to want to mask it. And that's why this is happening. Correct. So why not a teach them a lesson that you cannot do this to uh, a, a political system. You can't do this to a country. You can't, you can't come but out with, hang coming. on, let me speak Bill that's O'Reilly. Back. <laughs> why coming. not? Why not also expose what they were really doing and taking all of these lousy candidates, Bernie Sanders, yes. Warren, and everybody else, and if you have the impeachment hearing in the Senate, they must be there. So you take them off the campaign trail. You discredit all of the DNC. You discredit and you end once and for all this nonsense of, of, uh, of Donald Trump colluding. Because, number one, the press would never report it honestly. Number two, it would take all the oxygen out of the room for, what, five months, six months before all of this is done? They just want to get rid of it because they think that Trump can take it on his own and ram it down their throats, which he will, and that the Justice Department in the spring, Durham, is going to show all this and indict people. Well, if so that why is if that is they're doing it, if when the that Justice is department's going to do it, if that's true, then yeah, that's, uh, then I then I would agree with it. I don't. Well, that's the track, Beck. That's that's why Pompeo goes to. I'm sorry. That's why the Attorney General Barr goes to Italy. We talked about this last week. Do you not remember what we said last week? Oh my week? gosh, Bill O'Reilly, don't play this game with me. <laughs> don't play this game with me. <laughs> you you know as knows, I have been. Repo- I have been waiting for IG reports. We've been waiting for anyone. I talk to people on Capitol Hill, and the stuff that they don't know is going on is remarkable. And these are very well-informed people. So I'll believe it when I see it. It's going to be the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Horowitz will eke out whatever he wants. He's just he's a deep stater. But I have some confidence in Barr and Durham that they are. uh, And I think that'll happen. Why why Uh, do you think uh, I could be wrong on that? I could be wrong. But that's what the Senate Republicans are banking on. Bill, do you buy the reports that uh, Barr was asked to come out and say publicly that Trump did not break any laws and decided to refuse that request? Was that in the Washington Post, too? <laughs> it was in one of your favorite sources. Yeah. If it was in the Washington Post, I don't believe it. <laughs> it might be true, well, but I don't believe anything in that newspaper. They also Not reported that. the Nationals won the World Series. Do you believe that? Uh, I saw that with my own eyes, okay. though. All right. 
All right, so that reportage didn't even have to happen. <laughs> I, you know, and believe me, Stu, that wasn't an anonymous source about the Nats. All right, we saw it. <laughs> That's true. So whenever you see anonymous sources in the Washington Post, New York Times, CNN, don't believe it. <laughs> All right, uh, back with more from uh, Bill O'Reilly, BillOReilly.com. He has his new book, The United States of Trump, How the President Really Sees America. It's on sale now. It's a must read. Pick it up, The United States of Trump, How the President Really Sees America. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. Like listening to this podcast? If you're not a subscriber, become one now on iTunes. And while you're there, do us a favor and rate the show. I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, a story that came out, what, yesterday, day before, uh, that you might have read, probably not of great interest to anyone, but I wanted to address it. Uh, there was a story that came out uh, in The Hollywood Reporter and Variety and others that Glenn Beck's The Blaze is going to end on linear TV. Digital properties will continue. Um, if you remember, and you've been listening to me for a long time, about 2010, uh, or at least Fox 2010, early 2011, we started the blaze in 2010, and uh, the idea was, first idea was just to pay for all the research that we were doing uh, for my show. Um, and so we started the blaze just as a offshoot of, uh, you know, just a news gathering place. Then when we saw the state of the control of, of cable, and the horizon of what was coming, we knew that cable was not the place to be. In fact, I said to Stu every day, and verify this, Stu, every day from like 2009 until the day we left Fox, I said, we have to get out of here. This whole industry is going to burn to the ground. Yeah, you were never a fan no. of, of the cable sort of no. thing. Uh, and, you know, you, you made that clear on the air yes. even when we were you know doing it. Right. So we we're doing it. And we did it because in 2010 and 11 and 12, that was still the major force. It was still a time where, you know, every time you tried to play a video on your phone, it would buffer for, for yeah. minutes. You know, you couldn't, no one knew how to get things on their TV that were streaming. It was really early. Remember, it was still at the yeah. time when people would go, oh, you do an internet show? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, it was not, it was just not anything that anybody believed in uh, at the time. Uh, well, technology has changed a great deal. And when it comes to cable contracts, if you look at, you know, what is it? Fox Nation, which I'm sure is a fine service. If you look at Fox Nation, they don't have any other major talent on Fox Nation. And the reason why is because they have cable contracts. We have those same kind of cable contracts. And it's why we haven't had a YouTube page. I haven't had a Glenn Beck YouTube page until this year. We started a few months ago. Um, you know, everybody else has, you know, 500,000, a million people. Some people have 5 million people, uh, on YouTube. Well, we didn't have one because I couldn't post any of my material on YouTube because of our cable contracts. We now have, uh, we now have, uh, Dave Rubin as part of our team. We have Mark Levin. You'll notice Mark Levin doesn't have a show on the blaze linear channel if you're watching uh, cable because 
of contracts. The straw that broke the camel back, I mean, we have been doing this. We've been going here for a very long time, and we had made the decision, and we knew what we were going to do and, and go uh, all 100% digital for a long time. But let me just give you one story that really, I think, uh, really truly says it all. AT&T loses a whopping, this is, this is from Variety, AT&T loses whopping 1.4 million TV customers in third quarter. People are cutting the cable in, in numbers that are a death spiral. We can't, and I, and I love the cable people that have carried our show, and I am grateful for everything that they have done, and I hope that they feel we have been good partners to them. And I appreciate everybody who's watched us on cable. But we are now being, because of our contracts, and we live up to our contracts, we, we have to make a choice. We either put these things on Facebook, YouTube, and our own digital platform, or they go on cable, and that's it. It's, that's, that's the losing proposition. So we um, are... Uh, we are exciting, uh, ex- very excited uh, about the future, and we really, truly want to thank our, our cable uh, companies that have been with us, and we wish them the best. We really do. But just in the last 90 days alone, uh, on my YouTube channel, which, by the way, didn't have any subscribers because we didn't have one, really, didn't have anything just a few months ago. In the last 90 days, 141 million minutes have been watched of content. Over the last 90 days on the Blaze TV YouTube channel, which couldn't post anything, uh, you know, in the, in the days gone by, we now had, in the last 90 days, 156 million minutes. And on Blaze TV, 260 million minutes have been consumed. That's all online. We had to make the decision, where are we going? And where is the world going? And the world is going digital. And our goal is to be with you, wherever you are. And companies like Amazon, Netflix, Disney+, Plus, that's the future. That is the future. And we hope to be the news and conservative commentary and the libertarian commentary, the common sense... We want everyone here who loves the Bill of Rights and loves, loves America. If you agree with the Bill of Rights and you love America, and, and that doesn't mean you're blindly loving America. You can point out its flaws, but you don't want to see her destroyed. This is the place for you. And we are growing at exponential ro- uh, growth, uh, not only uh, in subscriptions and, and everything else. Our subscriber list, when everybody said... Oh, Glenn Beck's a genius. And I was like, no, no, we're really not. Uh, It's just common sense. Glenn Beck's a genius. Everybody, everybody. When I was winning awards for being a genius, the blaze is bigger in subscribers now than then. It's bigger now than it's ever been. And so anybody who was counting us out, don't bet against people who have nothing to lose and don't care. Um, So we're bigger than we've ever been. And 
we plan on being here for a very long time and leading the way. We do also have to announce, however, the uh, the closing of our eight-track tape division. Um, <laughs> we will no longer be producing Glenn's shows oh on eight-track tapes. Are we failing? We it, Well, we, we have failed. And that is, we haven't sold wow. one in about 20 years. Wow. So we really probably should have closed it a while ago. Yeah. Um, but I just, you know, I just kept thinking it was going to make a comeback. And well, it never but did. the good news is I am doing this uh, show in AM stereo quad. Ah. So, <laughs> so we got that going. For quad. Us. Yeah. Nice. Quad. When you get quad. to quad, you know yeah. you're doing well. Yeah. Did you see, by the way, the, you mentioned Disney Plus, the, the amount of money. They are spending on like on some of these shows over a hundred million dollars for one series. There's one, and it's it's tied into Marvel. You know me with the superhero yeah, yeah, yeah. movies. I don't understand any yeah. of it. Um, but they're one of the Marvel series they're apparently doing. And they, and listen, I mean, how much money are they going to make off of this? They're saying if you don't see this TV series, you're not probably going to understand the Marvel movies anymore. Like, oh my god! I mean, this is unbelievable. They're going to make so much money. But they're spending, I think it's $24 million an episode. Oh, my gosh. On, tel- on a television show. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you could see. I, the- I, read a, I read a story about something that they're doing with the Star Wars series. And um, the Star Wars series, they're spending $100,000, million. And I think it's for an episode. And apparently the graphics are all way ahead. It is supposedly wow. stunning. Uh, Bob Iger has watched it now three times. The first one to see a rough cut to make sure the story was right. The second time to see if his notes had been implemented. And the third time because he was just like, I'm blown away. I'm just blown away. It, it just turning into a fan. Yeah. I mean, uh, this is the is this the the bounty? The Bo- meta, I keep thinking about meta, the Boba Fett show, but it's really not about Boba yeah, Fett, but it, it's about a bounty hunter. It's like uh, I keep I, I don't know the name of it. I keep yeah. thinking it's the Metaclorians, which is always like I don't want to watch that Mandalorian. Mandalorian. That's where I'm getting. At, yeah. yeah, Mandalorian. Uh, that I was like Disney Plus. I mean, I got I got a couple of kids. I'm still. I, I just went to Disneyland. I have no plans of getting uh, Disney. I just Plus. ordered it this week. The second I saw the Star Wars thing, I'm like, yeah. crap. I just uh, you know what I did is I signed up. Uh, and then uh, I uh, gave them, God only knows how much money to buy like three years in advance because it was like less, it was like yeah. four bucks a month or something if you do oh, it, I didn't it in see advance. That. I found a special offer online. Oh, I didn't I'm see a coupon that. cutter. Glenn, I, cut, I got a year because it was cheaper for a year. Yeah. I didn't see the four years. Yeah, it was three or four years or something. Um, and then right after that, like all these phone companies started saying, by the way, you get a year free of uh, Disney Plus with your subscription to your phone. I'm like, wait, what the hell? <laughs> Like, they're not dumb. No, they, they're not dumb. They, they, and now here's where this problem, this is where it's going to turn into a problem because all of these companies that own all this IP, they own all, you know, they own Disney owns star Wars, all of the Disney movies, all of the touchstone movies, uh, all of the Fox movies. They own all of that stuff. So now what are they going to do with the license with Netflix? They can't cancel the license because they have a contract with Netflix and Amazon. But are they going to say to Netflix, when this contract is up, we're pulling all of our material? They'll gut mm. places like Netflix. Although by then, Netflix has so much original stuff. They're indispensable, too. Or you got to have a bunch of subscriptions for a while. I don't know how this shakes out in the end. 
there's going to be a lot of uh, you know a lot of options to to get your entertainment. Well, you're gonna you're already starting to see things like you know I don't know Pluto and and Hulu that will sure. Hulu now is Comcast, uh, so that's Comcast Universal, but and NBC. But you're seeing other things that are just saying we're just going to put a linear stream up of these channels. And so when you when you start to have a linear stream that's free and then you can go into an upgrade and say I want the whole Disney Plus, not just what they're releasing every day in a linear stream. Hmm. You know what I mean? I mean? You're replacing cable with things like Pluto. And Pluto doesn't it's not a I mean it's like your cable company but it's you're not paying for it. There's no cable service there i mean you're you're just going online and you're seeing all these shows what i need now is yeah. a way to ingest multiple shows at the same time because right now all i can do is watch one show at a time and there's too many shows i want to watch so well, now i need like i need a way to like matrix like plug in yes so they just insert all the shows as if i've enjoyed them see because uh, i'm i'm kind of there what i'm thinking is i need a way to never go to work Mm. kiss my wife see mm-hmm. my children just be able to watch all of the quality programming and this is your wife and children approve approved this point yeah. <laughs> okay, wait a yeah. it was the kiss my wife part <laughs> yeah. That, yeah that's it it's like oh, i gotta kiss him still <laughs> let him plug in the blaze radio network on demand